Hi there, and welcome to the Ease Lifestyle Renovation Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and I will be joined by Dr. Mark and Adrian to talk about new healthy topics every week. Because at Ease Lifestyle Renovation, we are building better bodies one healthy step at a time. And now, let's get on with our broadcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ease Lifestyle Renovation and our weekly podcast on health matters that concern every human being. I have with me Adrian Byington. Lovely and talented. Master's degree in psychology. <laughs> no, 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 no. Life coach. <laughs> and, well, you do this week. That's right. <laughs> and lovely life coach, my life coach, in fact. Also, Mark Byington, who is fabulous because he's Adrian's husband. <laughs> But also is a PharmD. He's a pharmacist, doctor of pharmacy by trade. He is a pharmaceutical representative, but he's also, oh, I don't know. What do we call ourselves, Mark? Are we middle-aged? Uh, I'm definitely middle-aged. Okay, I'm middle-aged bodybuilder. I mean, I think it matters. It, it, you need to put the middle age in there to understand the other part. <laughs> yes, to understand how hard it is exactly. to maintain muscle when you're old. Mm-hmm. And I'm Liz. Middle-aged. Middle-aged. <laughs> Why? Did I say something? He's not old. It's the same thing. Let's no, it's not. I said I'm old. I pointed at parents are old. Oh, okay. We're not old. We are not old. We are young. Okay. <laughs> and today we're here to talk about water. Why should you drink it? How much should you drink? And all of the functions that having proper hydration affects. And also dehydration. I'm going to lob it off to Mark or start off with Mark and ask you physically, our bodies, how much water do we drink per day? Is it just plain tap water or can we add things? It really depends on who you're talking to. Okay. Maybe Mark's not the one to answer that. Okay, I might be the better one to answer this. I do have an answer. Full disclosure, I am not what you call a hydrophilic person, <laughs> uh, lover of water. I do like to swim in it. I like to shower it. I just don't drink a lot. Um, I, Adrian is on me all the time to drink more water, but I am a big fan of, this is actually coffee mixed <laughs> with some other things, not alcohol yet. Uh, that comes later. But... Uh, it's got protein powder, whole whole grain flour in it, some water, mm-hmm. some water, up, some water, and coffee. Um, as long from what I have seen, as long as you are not drinking like all of your water with alcohol or all of your water with caffeine, then you're not actively dehydrating yourself. And yes, that is my dog trying get out she's um Sorry. if you can hear her crying That's she is a huge just. baby uh, <laughs> huge by about no animals are no, no, she's just <laughs> yeah, the making of this video um so those things actually dehydrate you and don't help hydrate you um and there's another one too salt salt yes salt. yeah mm-hmm. only because i had that experience we went to dinner and i woke up in the middle of the night and i was like oh oh lord you can have water right yeah. if we ever if as a business i work up a plan for you we will absolutely avoid msg which a lot of restaurants use in their food 
and sodium content will be looked at because anytime you're taking in any type of processed food, it uses sodium as a preservative, but sodium is also a big flavor boost in all food. And you only notice that when you start to consume food without it. Right. It doesn't taste good. Yes. Well, yeah. and what we had was charcuterie. So it was, oh, so it was processed, processed meat. Salt charcuterie. Yeah. It was great. It was delicious, but mm-hmm. whoo. <laughs> yeah. And cheese with it. And water, but water. it just didn't, you know, it was so highly salted. That yeah. I'm not used to that. It's well preserved. It wasn't going anywhere. Thank okay. You. Yeah. And I'm yes. going to turn the question back on myself mm-hmm. and just tell you that if, especially we all live in Florida, if you are not consuming 72 ounces a day of water products, products, <laughs> yes, yes, um, you're probably dehydrated. Yeah. And the tricky thing there is dehydration can mask itself as hunger. So you may eat when you're mm-hmm. hungry, not hungry, but thirsty. Apologize. You have to really be pushing it all day long. And we have a lot of coffee drinkers who will either drink coffee throughout the day. Is that you? That is me. That is you? No, no, no that yes. was me beeping, actually. Yes, that is, I apologize. Um, so, yeah, this is, this is almost a liter of fluid. And I fill it fully complete in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I drink it all, you know, till about 2 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. So... I, what I tell most of the clients we have is front load your day. If you're going to take some supplements before you eat, drink coffee, have 16 ounces of water with those supplements, then go for your coffee. I stick to about, honestly, I do 12 ounces and then I put protein in it, of course. And that helps if with each meal, it's kind of good for me to have some amount, at least 16 ounces. For me, it's usually 24. So that I know I've got that 72 marker by the time I go to bed. Right. But usually because I live in Florida, because I work out, I'm drinking a lot more. I'm drinking more than that as needed. And remember, something like this is 24 ounces. <laughs> yeah. A glass is maybe 12. So yeah. you usually only fill it to like eight. Kind of knowing your coffee mug is and what your you know thing you hold your water in is, is always a good thing measurement is and melted ice if you if you're an ice person is not going to equate equally in terms of ounces so you fill a couple of ice then you fill the water and you think well this is 24 ounces when it's filled but that ice is going to melt down and it's not are you saying when i buy a big gulp is full of ice that i'm not getting 32 ounces of coke <laughs> i'm so sorry yeah. you are I thought not I was getting 32 ounces of coke well, <laughs> Um, Those fountain drinks are a little stronger. Yeah, they are. You know, it's interesting that you said earlier, 16 ounces with a meal. Mm -hmm. I've not discussed this with Liz yet. So, remind where this goes. I read an article the other day, and I actually have been starting to write a blog about it. And what it actually says is that prior to each meal, Mm -hmm. breakfast, lunch, Mm -hmm. and dinner, or supper, whatever you call it, where you live, um, if you have two eight ounce cups of water, which would be 16 ounces, what happens prior to eating your meal? Well, you won't eat as much. Bam. 
There you go. So yes, we do have, there's an article. I just noticed we're shaking on screen. That's not I think that's because I shook my head or okay. our chairs are connected. I don't know. We're on a deck. I'm easily distracted, by the way. <laughs> um, so what it showed is what we've always known, but no one had actually really done the research. And that is if you do have the two glasses of, or cups of water, two eight-ounce cups of water, which as Adrian was saying, most of your glasses of water are going to be eight ounces anyway. So it's not like you have to go out of your way to set, measure an eight ounce cup. Um, you do lose weight and it's, it's exploited mm -hmm. because you are eating less. Uh, so you get your thirst is satiated and you don't feel as hungry. And also your stomach is full. So you know, your, your stomach works on stre stress receptors. And whenever you fill it up prior to eating, you eat less. Yeah. Well, and they've actually, they said in the study that they don't exactly know why the right. people lost weight. They couldn't exactly say this is the causation of the weight loss. Right. I mean, they postulated, you know, like this right. is right. The, this is how many controls. Yeah, they, they didn't control out for yeah. certain things. So They um, also did not say that it had to be what? It had <laughs> to be non-sugary and non-caffeinated. Oh, I didn't read that part. That is at the end. That's my favorite part. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, one of the things, Mark, that I learned when I recertified as a nutrition coach recently is that the studies have now shown they have come off of two things that we used to always say caffeine doesn't count. In fact, put more water in for the amount of coffee, tea, whatever that you're drinking per day. However, the science is now saying coffee in moderation is okay. Certainly no more than 20 ounces in a 24 hour period, just because that's a whole different subject. Effects on sleep effects on heart rate, all right. kinds of things. But so they've, they've kind of made coffee nominal mm -hmm. to boot. And this is, again, this is not water, this is to alcohol, right. <laughs> but which is pure sugar, if you didn't know. Really, they have said that the amount of wine, everybody says, oh, I have red wine every night and it's good for, for me. My heart. It may relax you. It may allow you to converse if you're very shy mm -hmm. by reducing your inhibitions. But they're really the amount of red wine that you would need to drink to get the, it's not capsaicin, that's in peppers. Yes, um, it's peppers, that's flavonoids. the uh, flavonoids and the tannins. The tannins and the flavonoids, and I was thinking of something else. Or is it tea? There are tannins, but yeah. that just makes you go like this. Uh, <laughs> that is the flavonoids in the grape. It's, yeah, it's it something in right. the grape. Resveratrol. 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 You'd have to drink yourself to liver failure. Oh, no. so <laughs> what I'm hearing is. really is alcohol. They have they used to say, okay, alcohol in moderation is good for you or red wine. No more. That is just off the table. So I will still let you have it as a client. You're saying that we should not have it in moderation anymore. We should just drink. <laughs> just excess. drink until your liver fails. Yes. Um, but hmm. basically, what I'm hearing is that. The studies always show something yes. and it changes mm -hmm. all the time mm -hmm. because I remember as a kid, 
eggs were what everybody ate for breakfast. And then all of a sudden, there was a whole campaign. The eggs were bad for you. It was bad for cholesterol. And everyone stopped eating eggs. And then... Then I got to be maybe 30 and they're like, oh, oh, eggs are good for you. <laughs> right. They like, they keep, right. They haven't quite figured out. And, and no <laughs> one has ever proven that cholesterol, they have, they have, and, and you're going to help me with this probably. Okay. The research sometimes goes backwards. Yeah. So <laughs> Joe, uh, study guy A has a heart attack. They study his blood. They find out his cholesterol is extremely high. So that was the deal with the eggs years ago was Mm -hmm. cholesterol. But however, they really haven't proven that in these true good forms like eggs, Mm -hmm. especially free range organic, that that cholesterol is actually what is causing the calcifications that harden, that lead to the arrest and the, you know, the blockages that make it go Mm baba. There, yeah, that that is part of it. Um, in fact, you can have blockages in your arteries that are stable. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are stable are usually not formed by inflammation. And so inflammation in your arteries, a lot of times it's caused by things like processed sugar. And so you have... Um, if you've gone and gotten your lab work done, so your, your doctor may check, check for C-reactive protein or inflammatory markers, that's what they're looking for, is to look and see, do you have these inflammatory markers in your blood? And if you do, then you are at higher risk of developing uh, what's known as an unstable plaque in your arteries. And so what those do is, it, it's, it's basically like you scratch your skin, okay? Uh, you get a scab, very similar inside your artery. It's it's damaged by the inflammation uh, brought mm-hmm. on by the sugar. You, yes, <laughs> hopefully hers are outside. I didn't to check that. Um, and then those are not stable. And as you you know, your blood is flowing through there like a mighty river all day long. And as you know, hydrodynamics works on things that are not stable and breaks them loose. And so those unstable plaques are more likely to break loose and go downstream, causing a heart attack or a stroke or something like that. So that's- Log jam. Log yeah. jam, exactly. And really this does all tie into water because your body really cannot function properly chemically without proper amounts of water. So say you weren't thirsty, you weren't hungry, you're eating great food, but you're just not drinking water. Metabolic processes require water. And obviously what most people come to us to achieve is weight loss. What we're really about achieving is a total life transformation in the sense that you understand your body, you understand how stress affects your body, your sleep, how sleep affects your weight, how water affects your weight. Uh, Anecdotally, I had someone come to this class I designed years and years ago. And I started, and I still, to this day, try to start people with very small changes. Over the course of 12 weeks, the only thing this woman changed was to drink water in adequate amounts every day. She didn't change her 
eating. She didn't change anything. <laughs> 12 weeks, 12 pounds. Oh, wow. Lost 12 pounds just by adding water, which you would think, oh, no, I can't drink that water. You know, people. water weight. Yeah. yeah, water weight, get on the scale. I'm a woman. I'm going to retain it. Yeah. No, it did the converse. Yeah. Um, I, a confession. I, again, I don't enjoy so it's all Mark. Water. It's Mark's it condition. Mark it, but it because Adrian's on me all the time about drinking more water. Right. And just to reinforce her is I recently had blood work done and I found out that my estimated glomerular function, which is my kidney function, mm -hmm. was borderline low. That is dramatically affected by how much water I drink. So it's called an EGFR and it is a direct result of how much water you have in your system. So mine was borderline low. Um, the next time I had my blood work done, I made sure I drank a lot of water and it was... It was up uh, nine points. So I went from 66 to 75. Um, and then when you think about the fact that your kidney function, because you're not drinking enough water, starts to drop, your body is pulling more fluid back in from, you, know, you filter it out into mm -hmm. your kidneys, your body pulls back in so that you're not dehydrated. You're not getting everything out that you need to get out because as you're pulling it back in, pulling a lot of that stuff back with it so it not only helps with hydration but it helps with cleansing your body on the inside as well yes. yeah. yep you filter it all out you got a little graphic but my dad always just said when we're sick huh? drink your fluid you gotta pee it out <laughs> right because that's the way you get yeah. that virus right. out of your i thought body. you were going to say <laughs> something else but i'm glad not you did so bad not so bad <laughs> I'll, I'll be telling a story on sure, soon. And thank you, Mark. That was very nice and vulnerable <laughs> and uh, of you to share. Be, and, and I really do. You've got to understand that in life, again, we went over love languages mm -hmm. last week mm -hmm. or right. the week before. Um, we all need to see good examples of vulnerability, sharing, knowing how to connect with other people in such a way that it translates to them. Now, I might tell a completely different story and that resonates with you, but I think that is just case in point. Oh crap, what my wife is hammering me about <laughs> is... For my own good. Is, yes. is really, <laughs> and, and I get it though, I get it. There is not a person... Well, and I may turn this to you, Adrian, actually. So I'll, I'll share a little anecdote and it's not really water related, but at one point in, Adrian and I would meet weekly. My whole life was just huge drama changing and I needed somebody to keep me on track and moving forward, make some decisions. But one day she just stopped me and she said, okay, forget about the website, this and that for the business. I need you to write a list. <laughs> Should I tell them what the list was? <laughs> it's a tangent, but sure. It's a, it's, a, it's a bunch of a tangent. I'm not, but it was, a, it was a list of my preferences of certain things of how my life would go in the future. And it really did get me back on track. 
Whereas blood work for some people can get them back on track. But have you seen that sometimes you recognize in your clients in life coaching, there's this giant alarm bell ringing. (laughs) Do not pass go. Do not take 12 million bucks. This person (laughs) is not seeing within themselves. Oh, yeah. Something. Yeah. Most people I've worked with, um, obviously, it's easier to see things in other people than yourself. So I'm not magical or, you know, a genius or anything. It's much easier to see things in others than it is to see yourself. So you can see the problem um, that they can't, you know. Right. And so making people quit all the extraneous things and focus on maybe this one thing that they're not seeing is you know, takes the roadblock out and helps them keep moving forward. Um, so, so yeah, that's pretty common. <laughs> yeah, you, you weren't special in that department. It was just, I, I knew I wasn't. Yeah. So I, it's okay. Yeah. I wasn't special. Yeah. And I've become much more self-aware since then. <laughs> and I'm not quite the red flagger. Um, <laughs> but again, that's the reason why we take a different approach. And what I've run into, I am brilliant. I can put together a food plan that is absolutely tailored to your needs. I can either train you or you can come to one of my classes and do all of the right things. But if one piece is not working, whether it be sleep, water, etc., what Adrian's brought to the table for me is the ability to kind of suss out what may be behind that. Because if I put something down and require someone to say journal everything they're eating, usually it doesn't happen and there is a great reason, there's a completely valid reason, then it might start to happen and they realize, oh, I'm just not getting enough protein in, for example or they didn't finish the meals. You've got to find out the backstory. You've got to investigate within yourself if you're not drinking water. And so many people really don't. Mm -hmm. Where is that coming from? Sometimes, would you agree, Adrian, that it's self-sabotage in some ways? Sometimes. Well, I think it's mostly a lack of self-awareness. Okay. Of the time. Okay. And and it's so lack of self-knowledge, you self-sabotage. Right. Because um, most people self-sabotage unawares. They they don't realize that they're doing it to themselves. You know, that's something people hear about in therapy. Their therapist says, you are self-sabotaging. Or a parent says it to a child. You are self-sabotaging. You know, it's mm-hmm. not something you typically come up with on your own because... Mm-hmm. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> um, so anyways, it's lack of self-awareness. And I've absolutely sent clients to therapy. Yeah. When they succeeded for a time and then when I was working for a big ketogenic diet protocol, I would see people lose 100 pounds in a rather short period of time and fall off the ra- wagon for one reason or another sometimes they would even call me and say I am about to drink wine Uh I'm sitting here with my sister who's also in the protocol she's (laughs) going to with me because our father just died I mean literally that is case in point Mm -hmm. 
and really I was not in control of it. No. And I've never been in control. One of my favorite sayings is I definitely can't control others and I'm barely in control of myself <laughs> on any given day. Yeah. And I was only in control of my children while they were in my body. <laughs> you lose control, right? You lose control right after that. Do not be deceived. So water is very important. You probably won't sleep well. And again, I've been given the, I can't drink water after X time or I will have to wake up. Right. I encourage you, get up. Get out of bed, go pee, go back to bed, be hydrated. Yeah. You will sleep better. You will feel better. You will think better. You will process the chemicals. You will get, you will excrete the waste. Mm -hmm. Yes. Get it out of there. Yeah. As, well, and also, I mean, it, working with young people, they, really young people, like teenagers, um, they don't quite understand it's all wrapped together. Oh, I don't feel good today. Oh, well, did you drink the water? Right. While my anxiety is up, well, did you drink the water? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, that does wrap all into it. You know, when you, when all the processes in your body aren't working well, then your brain also doesn't work well. And that is your mental health. And people seem to feel like it's very separate. And, you know, if I just take my pills, then I'll always feel wonderful. No, that is not mm -hmm. how that works. <laughs> um, Depends so, on the pills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. They are not happy pills. That's oh, okay. the thing. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that that all, you know, you have to keep the machine at top form and then the medicine works like it should. You know, it's not my machine is working really under par and then the medicine is making me feel amazing. That is that's not how no. that operates. So no, and the medicine the cannot working. work properly without the right chemical environment, which is proper hydration. Yes. Yeah. So so, better reason, and I thought of a really important segue, yes. certain medicines require that you consume more water, correct? Mm -hmm. assist, man? Yeah. Usually if it's going to be filtered through the kidneys um, and there's a potential for it to crystallize in the kidneys, then they'll want you to drink more water. Um, think of, have you ever heard of a drug called Bactrim, Bactrim DS? It's what very, does that do? It's very good for UTIs. Mm -hmm. so oh, okay. See, Which a lot of women get. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something um, that you'd want to drink a lot of water with. Mm -hmm. Which feels wrong in the UTI. It does. But anyways. <laughs> um, you know, again, you got to flush that out. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and before we end here, we've already said 72 ounces, eight and eight at a meal. Mm -hmm. Maybe eight before, eight with, or 16 before. I know it's hard. Baby steps, though. Start by taking sips. Start by having water near you at all times. I may not take it in if I grow into, go into the grocery store, but I guarantee you this is mm -hmm. in my car. This specifically fits my car cup holder. Um, I know there are the people who carry around the gallon jugs. God bless them. Doesn't I don't see how they do it. And a lot of times it's almost full. So I wonder if maybe that's just a weight training technique. It might be. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. If it ever gets. Because they just feel better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks it really <laughs> impressive. It does. Um, and then there also, I was going to add, there are other reasons that you need to drink more. If you're working out, 
you need to right. more than seven. You're sweating, you know, especially if you're working out in the yard, it's really hot. The mm-hmm. beach, oh, yeah. you've been drinking, mm-hmm. all of these things. Yes, you need yes. to drink more than that. There's a yes. lot of instances where you need to drink more. If you're sick, drink more. We will do my hangover yeah. prevention tips on another <laughs> podcast, but. The other thing is symptoms of dehydration. It is symptomatic that you are dehydrated. We've already said mm-hmm. if you're hungry and do a binge eat and do a binge eat of salty things mm-hmm. because bringing in the salt then makes you thirsty right. and your body gets the water anyway. Mm-hmm. Also headaches. Yeah. A lot of people oh, yeah. do not realize that headaches not just hangover and regular headaches. correct correct <laughs> when you were talking about young people yeah and I have a bachelor's degree in PE and I will tell you that in school in anatomy and physiology in oh goodness all of the biologies kinesiology which is muscle structure and function that they go very in depth but they don't talk about Muscle cramps, for example, mm-hmm. combined with not enough potassium, yeah. not enough fluid to move that potassium through, waking up in the middle of the night, boom, a cramp. Cramps can be a symptom. Yeah. Anything else? Headaches, cramps, hunger. Uh, hunger is a mass. Chap lips. Chap lips. Uh, skin not being very uh, elastic. <laughs> But those are those are severe though. Severe. That's really severe. If you can pinch, what's yeah. the rule? If you can pinch your skin it and it stays out. pinched, right. you're in trouble. Yeah, you need to <laughs> Yeah. Um all of the things. And I would also say to those of you, those moms of kids, dads of kids, I would start now with your children. A, be a good role model. B, make sure that you're at the dinner table there are so many reasons we probably should do an entire podcast on just sitting at the table in order to eat and all of the health benefits trust me but putting some water down put a picture you know buy some cool pretty picture with ice water or not ice water in it if Mm -hmm. they love it and make it something you serve it to them they might think that's cool and they will drink it down just to see you serve them again. Okay. You know, all of the, these things, because if we don't start modeling this for the next generation, they are already... They're going to struggle just like you are. Right. <laughs> they are already more overweight, more overmedicated, mm-hmm. more stressed, anxious, and depressed than we, our generation ever was. We're only hurting ourselves, in other words, by, yeah, or at least our future caretakers, right? right. <laughs> by doing, by not helping them have the best health and the best sleep and a schedule. Any other final thoughts? Think of one. <laughs> Water is good. Thanks for coming, and thanks to all of our sponsors. We appreciate you. We'll name them next podcast. <laughs> and that's all for now. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us again at Ease Lifestyle Renovation. Be sure to check out the website at easelifestylerenovation.com.